When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By now, you probably know that Art Rooney's done a handful of interviews with various outlets, sometimes in group settings, sometimes one-on-one. There was one that he did with the team itself in which he might have made the biggest news, even if it doesn't appear to have made much of a dent anywhere. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I'd welcome you to check out. The interview was done with Steelers.com, and as these things tend to go, and this is across the board in the world of sports teams having their own websites and kind of functioning at times as their own news outlets, Rooney had the following to say when asked to evaluate the job that Mike Tomlin has done as head coach. I quote directly, I don't really evaluate Mike on anything other than that I'm glad he's our coach. Hopefully he'll be our coach into the future. He gives us a chance to win year in and year out and puts us in a position where we have a chance to compete for a championship. Sounds pretty innocuous, right? On the surface, you can see why nobody would have went, whoa, how could he say such a thing? But stop for a second the way I did when I first read it and listen to some of the terminology again. I'm glad he's our coach. I don't evaluate him on anything other than that. Hopefully, He'll be our coach into the future. That's the money line right there because Tomlin's under contract for the next two years. And as anyone who's followed this team for any period of time knows, the Steelers prefer to extend their coaches when they have two years remaining on the deal. That's been standard practice since, I mean, Chuck Knoll. And that's where we are right now, two years remaining. And that very much sounds like it's setting up, publicly even, that there will be a day this summer in Latrobe when Tomlin is extended yet again, and probably by another two years. If he does get two years, then he'll be the head coach through at least the 2026 season. That would be his 20th in that role. 20th. Noel had 23 for some perspective on that. It's a pretty big deal. But within that one quote, you can hear very clearly the commitment that Rooney has to Tomlin. You can also hear why, in his eyes, 
he has that commitment. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Rooney's stance on Tomlin, as stated by Rooney, meaning that he keeps us in the hunt, he gives us a chance to compete for championships, is not the kind of thing I'm suspecting that most of the nation would like to hear, nor that most of the nation would agree with. We get tired of coaches and managers who get us to the promised land, or at least within the territory of the promised land, repeatedly, but don't get you anywhere once you're inside. In the world of professional sports, the mindset almost invariably is that getting to the playoffs, getting there, qualifying, is the promised land. At least, it gives you, like Rooney said, a shot at it. The hardest thing to do is to compete in the regular season on a consistent basis. I'm telling you what people who are actually in the business say. I'm not talking about me. And the more often you do it, these same people will say, the better your chance of, at some point, breaking through. On occasion, it'll be completely unexpected. You'll just get hot and go on a run and win it all. And how did you pull it off? You pulled it off just by knocking on the same door again and again and again. I happen to agree with that to an extent. Like, I understand why so many people feel that way, meaning inside, again, the industry. Uh, I look at a, here's a, this is a kind of a, off the beaten path example, but Pitt basketball around here, the college team, had a tremendous run under head coach Jamie Dixon for a lot of years where they were just winning their conference and, you know, going uh, somewhat deep into the NCAA tournament, never really deep enough. But he kept knocking at the door and he kept doing things his way and he kept waiting for that one time they were going to get that you know, three-pointer to fall at the buzzer or something to just go their way to get them to move on just a little bit further. And eventually, the Golden Panthers, the the people who do the fundraising for the team and who have way too big a role in deciding who gets to do what, got sick of him and said, you know what? Can't win the big one. Can't win the big one. No, no, no. And then they found a way to basically chase him out. And since then, the program, at least up until very, very recently, was an unmitigated disaster. Because it took them that long to figure out what the hard part was. To repeat, I'm not necessarily taking a stance on this. I'd have to think a whole lot harder about where this head coach And this football team stands in the moment because to me, the moment is unprecedented for Tomlin. Uh, We haven't seen him build an offense from scratch. We haven't seen him have to build either side of the football from scratch since he's been here. 
It's always been more of a continuity, a veteran carryover. You've never seen either side of the ball get to the point that it did here a couple of years ago where you just go, oh, no, (laughs) there's nothing here other than the Hall of Fame quarterback on his last legs. He's had to do that, and there's not that much upon which to judge him. Very clearly, though, Rooney has. Very, very clearly. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q isn't a question. It's it's Will responding to my opening rant from yesterday's show about not caring at all about NFL announcers and not understanding at all why some people seem to discuss them more than the games they're calling. I find that completely bizarre behavior. But Will had an outstanding response to that, and I'm going to read it to you in its entirety. Will says, it's not interesting to you because you are the media. I don't know that you could possibly get it. You said yourself. You sit in the press box. You don't hear these guys. The announcers are such a huge part of the show, though, that for the casual fan, they're as much involved as the players on the field. I'll sometimes even look ahead on Thursday or Friday to see which announcing team was assigned to the Steelers game, and it adds a little extra enjoyment when we get a play-by-play guy that I like listening to. As long as you're rubbing elbows, with Tony and Greg, I presume he means Tony Romo and, and Greg Olson, in line for the catering in press boxes around the country, you probably aren't going to get it or care, and that's fine. But know that when most of us get home from church at 12.45 p.m. on Sunday afternoon and we flip on CBS while making something up for lunch, and we just want to sit and enjoy a football game and the announcer team, whether it's Jim Nance or Romo or Kevin Harlan or Trent Green, Ian Eagle or Charles Davis, it really adds or detracts to that casual viewing experience. That's such a good rebuttal that I'm actually just going to drop it and let it stand on its own because I understand that. I respect that. And I also have to remind myself on occasion that although my own stances are formed from, like what you said, my own life experiences, and I try to remember that, I'll occasionally, in my unending effort to just be myself on this show, just let you know what I think, not necessarily assign all the context. However, however, there's one bit of vital context I have to share with you. I'm not rubbing elbows with anybody, (laughs) any catering in a press box or whatever. Those guys, the, uh, the network announcers and so forth, occasionally they'll come out and have the food that's there in the regular old press box. 
but I've also seen occasions where the networks will run up some really special treats to their booths that none of us low-life writers ever have access to. There. That's as close as I come to saying something back. Let's do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.